What's up? What's good? How are you guys doing? This is stoppage time here on the Soccer Show 1077, the franchise, brought to you as always by Oklahoma City FC and the Broadway Clinic. Ryan Chapman, Todd Lisby here. Todd, how uh, how's your heart doing after yesterday? Uh, it's great. It's I'm surviving, yeah. actually. It, did, it wasn't good for about 30, 40 minutes, but uh, I know we're going to pack a lot into a small amount of time here, and yeah. we'll obviously talk some Champions League. Real quick, just because I know uh, we'll talk more about this, I'm sure, on the Soccer Show on Saturday. I just want to say this because I don't want people to think that we're always talking Chelsea and Man City. I just want to say incredible performance by Arsenal on Sunday. Yeah, no, that was... I think that's, that's like, to me, the standout, even more so than City and Real Madrid. That was kind of my big takeaway from the last time we got together on the mics and talked. Yeah, especially because that was the Arsenal that we've seen a lot this season, which was... They get their lead, and then they are so good at managing the game the rest of the way versus the arsenal of it was basically a four-game spurt, a decisive four-game spurt, but a four-game spurt where they just didn't manage the games, right? right? And so that's what was so frustrating if you're an Arsenal fan, surprising, eyebrow-raising, all the things about the Liverpool West Ham situations because it was it was Southampton not, was yeah. the even bigger one. Yeah, and Southampton was kind of reversed because they weren't having to manage a game; they were having to plug back in. But the right. the, the Liverpool and, and West Ham, we just hadn't seen that from Arsenal. Usually, if they concede, they respond. Well, they, and they look so bad against City. Yeah, just never really. I, I'm a, one of my favorite phrases. They were never at the races. Yeah, ne- <laughs> never there, never there, never at the races. And uh, and then Arsenal, they survived like a spirited start from Newcastle. And then once they got that first goal, Odegaard, beautiful, beautiful finish. Thought it was going to be the best finish I'd seen between when we last met and today, but turns out they were probably two better yesterday. But it was an outstanding take, an outstanding hit by Odegaard, and then Arsenal just managed that thing beautifully. Uh, Even had – I just think that Newcastle are a good team, so they created some nice chances, and Ramsdale did, did Ramsdale things. Oh, yeah, Ramsdale was really good. It was just a, a really nice fight back for Arsenal, and then obviously, like I said, we're trying to get a lot in a little time here, but uh, just kind of real quick, other quick thoughts from the weekend that we may or may not get into next weekend. Uh, West Ham, nice result, kind of secures their safety. I think they were safe anyway. And then going to Monday, we just had a cavalcade of goals on Monday <laughs> yeah, in the Premier did. League. Uh, 21 goals in three matches, including a big result for Everton. Yes, but then almost kind of, almost kind of uh, a, a terrible result for them the way Forest won. Well, at least also, Leicester looked like they're going Leicester down. Leicester looked like they're going down. Hit. Yeah, it feels like Southampton and Leicester are just floundering, done, done and dusted, and it's it's really looking for that last little bit. We're, we'll dive into those a lot more, like you said, on Saturday. We've just got a short little time because of our, how our schedule's worked out. Obviously, this is Wednesday, not a Tuesday. That's a change. Uh, Todd and I have other stuff to bounce around to. We wanted to make sure we got this in. My overarching thought from the weekend, King Charles's Premier League is dope. Yeah, it was fun, wasn't it? King Charles's Premier League is it dope. Was fun. Let, let's deliver uh, weekend after weekend. How about I just mean, just like that? How about also, uh, you know, we were watching it. I think when it, yeah, when it happened live on Saturday, like it even starts off with Erling Holland giving yeah. the PK up to Gundogan, and <laughs> yeah, for about ten minutes as a City supporter, I'm sitting there going, "What the heck? Are we going to draw this game? Yeah, what, what's like, going how's on? How's this going to happen? Uh, but yeah, it was it was a really fun weekend, capped off by like I thought West Ham Man United was actually. 
fairly exciting. I yeah. I thought it was a deserved three points for West Ham. Truthfully, I thought they played really well. So no, it was a good game, it even was, though it did come from a howler from De Gea. Yeah, it did, but it, it was a good game. We we had a bunch of those uh, across the Premier League slate, and that was so weird when we were on air on Saturday. It took forever for the goals to fly in, but it's not like there weren't chances and things like that. Right. It was right an entertaining slate. We just well, and then we got we three were the in the curse. span of about five minutes, I think. Pretty much, pretty much. So should be a fun weekend ahead. Uh, let's dive over to the midweek stuff. Um, just do the timing of this. We're recording right now at about one thirty. Uh, I won't be able to get this out. You guys will know this, but Milan Derby that that first leg in that Champions League semifinal will be done by the time that this is put out there, so there's no use in saying, what do you think happens today specifically, Todd? But we did get news that Rafael Leal is going to miss this one with a thigh injury, I believe is what that was. Is he missing both legs or just this one? Um, All I saw in the tweet as I was driving up here was just this leg, Uh, so I'm not 100% sure. If anyone doesn't know about soccer, and obviously if you sought out this podcast, you do, but you said he has a thigh injury. Then I said, is he missing just one leg or both legs? Yeah. <laughs> it's quite the thigh injury. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Because if it's it, both, he's going to be thighs? out for the rest of the competition. <laughs> if, if he's missing both thighs, then he will be playing in a different Champions League next year. Oh, geez. No, it's it's uh, it's. I think it's an intriguing matchup. I don't think either team – like, listen, it's a one-off game, the final is. So either yeah. team has a puncher's chance if they – you know, when one of them qualifies for the final, I think it's it's definitely going to be uh, a golfing class between what we saw yesterday and what we see today in this matchup. But I think it should be close, especially given that news. Because I, to be honest with you, I favored AC Milan a little bit. But now, if Inter can go get a result in this first leg, you know, then maybe maybe they can turn it around. And and we've seen both these teams have employed this tactic before: score and then become a fortress and just hang out, hang right, out, right. It- It'll be really interesting. Um, just on the balance, I like Giroud as the more consistent goal scorer to lead the lines of these two. So I'll probably go with AC Milan to, to fire through. But this is the one where... Here's my question. If Russell Westbrook gets a ring if the Lakers win a title, do all of Lukaku's teammates get a Champions League from Chelsea? Uh, I no, I don't okay. think so. <laughs> that's not I don't. How that works. That, right. That's definitely okay. not how that one works. I was just trying to see if I could make yeah, that work. Yeah, we were trying. I was trying to see. No, no, nobody. Because there was the the ZX to like Milan rumors, but it was the PSG move that fell through. So no, we we aren't able to track that back. Uh, maybe Fakayu Tamori can send it back and be there like, hey, yeah. hey, I uh, I got one of these as well. So that'll be interesting. That one's going to pop off today. First leg will be done, like we said, uh, by the time you listen to this. So let's dive into the really, really fun match from yesterday. One where, nil, one nil, uh, one nil enter in the first leg is my. Prediction. Is that what you got? Yeah. Um, I think, and I'm going to say it's a controversial decision. Yeah, I'm going to go goalless. Give okay. me, give me okay. nil nil headed back across town. Right. Are we allowed Here. to call it town across four, the city? Four four incoming. <laughs> you're welcome. You're welcome, world. You're welcome. Uh, let's bounce over. Good God, we can't. The amount of just Raiders and Raiders adjacent news that freaking comes out when <laughs> while we're sitting we're recording. down to record this. This one is um, 
Henry Ruggs has pled guilty. Okay, so it's not current Raiders news, just ridiculous. Sorry, sidebar. You, if you know, you know. Yeah. I, I've gotten a lot of Raiders news. What do we in get? Darren chair. Waller trade? We got Waller David and, Carr trade? and Derek Carr. Or Derek Carr trade? Not coming back. No, like, that's right. Yeah, that's being right. sent away that's from right. the team, they're moving on from Derek Carr. <laughs> all while I've been in this production room. What an exciting time. Foster Moreau went to the uh, Saints today. Yeah, too. I'm happy for him yeah. because of the scary, yeah. the, the cancer diagnosis. Yeah. Scary, but glad that all worked out. Anyway, like we said, Madrid City. Um, what was your level of nerves headed into this one? Because I know we had talked, we had kind of lightly previewed it, and I see, and and everyone understand what I'm saying, Champions League Madrid is different than the Real Madrid 100%. we've seen all year in the league. You saw it yesterday. Yeah, and so I, I come into this seat, Champions League Madrid and City on the same plane. Like, I think they're operating at the same level. Sure. Gap both Milan teams and I think you saw that yesterday that Madrid were up for it and uh, initially Vinny is just we don't talk about him enough I I think outside of Spain for what he does that was uh we Matt Burton and I use this phrase all the time about how Steph Curry gives us more holy s moments than any other yeah that was a holy s moment yesterday when he scored that goal more so even than KDB's goal yeah I think KDB's was just as impressive like on slow-mo replay but just like it, it was, it was just like, whoa, that came out of nowhere. Yeah, the, like both goals are awesome hits, awesome hits from distance. But I, I just think the nature of the build-up play when it rolled over to Kevin De Bruyne, I was like, well, he's gonna hit this, right. and then it like right. laces in. You're like, right. yep, I've seen that a bunch with Vinny. It, it, there's not, there wasn't this buildup of like, right? What's he gonna do? And it was like, oh, I guess yeah, he's gonna just, have a hit. He's just gonna <laughs> turn and oh, that's off. And is that the back of the net? Well, yeah. they're celebrating and it's a goal. Yeah, that made a really loud noise. Oh, it was just the back of the net. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like did it hit the stanchion or what? How did it make that loud of a noise? They had really good net mics. Yes, yesterday because yes, KDB's did. had a great net mic sound as well. Um, level of concern. It was. It's so great the roller coaster the soccer fandom is right. Going into the match, into the world, probably going to lose 3-0, going to be another year without a Champions League trophy. Typical soccer fan stuff, right? Ten minutes into the match, holy cow, we might win 3-0. Right. Domination on the ball. Real Madrid don't look like they have any interest in taking Manchester City out of possession of the of the ball or any interest themselves in doing anything other than letting pressure come onto them and counterattacking. And then Man City got hit with a counterattack. And then it was, oh my God, I don't know how City can score, not just in this match, but in the next match as right. well. You know, like this is big trouble. You have to get something. And I felt like what's weird is I felt both goals were very against a run of play. The first goal from Vinicius City, I thought were in charge of the game. And the goal from KDB, I thought came during a spell of play where Real Madrid were in charge of the game. I think you can look at it, and this is why it's an interesting result. From either side, you can look at it with the with the shade of glasses on to tell you it's okay. Yeah, like Real Madrid fans can go, all right, they can get hit in the counter, t- and they they have another couple chances to score. I thought Chuamani was going to score at the end with the rocket he threw in there at well, Ederson. I think if you're looking for the Real Madrid, like what's the good news, you know, coming out of that? More than anything, the question has been all year long: is there anyone any is there anything anyone in Europe can do? to bottle up Erling Holland And coming out of that 90 minutes, I thought Rudiger played him about as well as we've seen him played since he came to City. And then the flip side of that is no one's doing that for 180 minutes. You know I, agree, I, mean? I agree with that, but I also think something that hasn't been talked about enough out of that game yesterday is 
KDB is probably your man of the match because he scores the goal that makes this 1-1. I thought he played garbage yesterday. Yeah. His delivery on set pieces was terrible. Man City obviously had the strategy of going to the back post, and there was space there, but his delivery was bad, A, and Erling Holland was never there. Yeah. It's almost like he was being used as a decoy. So I think a lot of the reason why Holland didn't have Holland didn't have as many touches was because in set pieces they really didn't get him involved near as much as they needed to. Yeah. So I think that's kind of that's what I hope from the, right. the city slant is the story on why Holland Holland wasn't so why do I keep wanting to call him Holling? Holland wasn't so involved, but Rob Holling's not playing in Erling, this match. <laughs> I wish, right? <laughs> I wish uh, Rudiger was way tougher for uh, Erling Holland than Rob Holding would have been. But I feel like in the second leg, he'll and having that at home is huge for City. Yeah, a hundred percent. And I still, I still feel like they are definitely favorites to advance and probably will advance and will be huge favorites in the final. Whoever win this will be huge favorites yeah. in the final. Yeah, uh, I think the biggest thing that we haven't talked about from this game is I felt like it was coming into this, I thought this was going to be like a KG. They're kind of feeling each other out. Pep and Carlo have been in so many of these that you know you don't want to lay all your cards on the table in the first leg. Until I saw the photo of the team-issued denim, I guess, that City rolled into the Bernabeu with. And then... Uh, I had this feeling in my stomach. Love it. I'm thinking about getting my own, actually. <laughs> I had this feeling in my stomach of that someone's going to get battered today, and I don't know if because they're wearing this weird press denim, if that means that City's just going to roll out and score Which five side of it they're going to be or, on. Or concede yeah. five. Yeah, yeah, but I was yeah, like, yeah. this is not going to be a draw. Yeah. I was wrong. Thankfully, uh, it worked out for Man City. I think 1-1's a great result, going back yeah, to the Eddie Yeah, absolutely. And, and I think from the City standpoint, like I said, Real Madrid definitely know that they can hit City on the counterattack, had multiple chances, and... You know, at times, frustrated City didn't, like you said, what what they did with Holland. For Man City, you can also say, hey, that was a 90-minute match, and 60 to 65 minutes, we dominated. Uh, and it, for 70 minutes, you didn't know that Kareem Benzema was on the field. Right, right, exactly. City did the same sort of thing with Kareem yeah. Benzema. He was just able to get a little bit more involved. He also moves a little more side to side. Yeah. And obviously they have a lot more worrying pace down the wings in Man City. Yeah, did. Holland, will, it, when he's out of the game, he'll drop back into midfield a little bit more and just say, bring it to me, let me be the the, the almost like a target man. That, right. that instead right. of dumping it over the top, play it to my feet, turn, and then not as much speed on the wings, but just as much technical ability. Something I will notice, and I know we both got to get out of here and wrap this up, but I will just note this. I think it would be big for City if they can get Nathan Ake back next week because I think uh, Rodrigo, not that he exposed the kanji, but he was a threat to Manuel Akanji down the right side, the Man City's defensive left, they're at left back. So if they can get Nathan Ake back, I think that'd be huge. I thought Kyle Walker did a pretty damn good job on Venetius Jr., truthfully. Yeah, no, yeah. Uh, I, I he just, just had the one wonder goal, right? I mean, what are you going to do? It was something from nothing right, for, for Venetius, right. and that's just the quality that he has. And again, um, we, we get so locked in on the aging Messi and Ronaldo and, and trying to see what as they enter this next stage of their career, or they've entered the next stage when they pick their spots. So much on the Mbappes of the world, the Neymars, Kane, Benzema, all that stuff. I really feel like Vinicius Jr. doesn't get as much shine as he should because he is spectacular. Yeah. And one other thing, they don't play till Sunday, but it'll be uh, interesting to see who City select this weekend because they were gassed at the yeah. end of that match. Yeah. And Erling Holland's played a bunch of matches in a row, and that's big because they play Everton. Yeah. who are a team who need those points at the bottom of the table, or even if they don't get points, don't get battered so your goal difference stays good. Right, yeah. So it it will be uh, – we'll see how it plays out the next 
eight days. I'm really looking forward to the second leg next Wednesday. Though. Should be a ton of fun. Like we said, we'll be back on Saturday, your normal slot for the soccer show, 107.7 The Franchise. We will go more in-depth into what happened in the Premier League. Uh, big thanks, as always, to Oklahoma City FC and the Broadway Clinic. I'm going to be calling state soccer championship games in Newcastle Friday night. Very uh, nice. And on Saturday, there are games going up at Rogers State in uh, in Tulsa or in Claremore as well. So, uh, yeah, if you're going to be at Newcastle for any of the uh, state championship games here on the west side of the state, shout at me up at the press box, and uh, we will definitely talk about that on Saturday as well. Yeah, for sure. Hit him up. Todd will be doing a lot of filling me in. I'll be on softball duty this weekend, yep. as I will be every weekend for the next four Hopefully weekends. Hopefully for both of us, the weather holds out. Big thanks, as always, to Oklahoma City FC and the Broadway Clinic for their support. We'll talk to you guys on Saturday.